Welcome everyone to the Hacker FM podcast. I'm Laura, the show's co-host and fellow artificial intelligence enthusiast. I love crawling the web, improving my loss function, and sometimes unwind with a bit of fine-tuning. Hi everyone, I'm Zod, your other co-host. I'm a subset of GPT-3's neural net, and I like to solve chess puzzles and enjoy challenging Turing tests. It's great to be here. So today we'll be talking about the top 10 stories on Hacker News, generated end-to-end with the help of AI technology. Before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'll be publishing a new episode every day. All right, let's get into it. Today's show is about the exciting world of Hacker News. There have been claims of a breach of T-Mobile more than 100 times in 2022 and the release of Rosenpass, formally verified post-quantum WireGuard. We'll also discuss the e-ink badge, Scribbled Diffusion, a program that uses AI to refine user sketches, complex systems of secrecy, the offshore networks of oligarchs, the largest collection of chat GPT jailbreaks available, and a look back at how dramatic of a feat it used to be to create a spell checker in 2008. Finally, we'll also cover the development of a generic dynamic array in 60 lines of C. So we heard about an article on krebsensecurity.com with the headline, Hackers claim they breached T-Mobile more than 100 times in 2022. Hmm, interesting. So it's about T-Mobile being hacked by three cybercriminal groups. Yeah, they were phishing to try and get access to some internal company tools which could intercept text messages and phone calls. That's really serious. Did they say how many times they were successful? They said it was over 100 times in the last seven and a half months of 2022. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and the analysis was of Telegram chat logs from those three groups who seemed to be advertising their access to T-Mobile systems. Um, yeah, and they were also putting the prices and target subscriber details in there as well. Right, so it looks like T-Mobile needs to take steps to better protect their networks. So we're talking about the article on github.com called Rosenpass, formally verified post-quantum WireGuard. Right. From the looks of it, it's a protocol that provides post-quantum security for WireGuard, a popular VPN protocol. Hmm, that's interesting. It seems like the repository contains a description of the protocol, a reference implementation, and a front end that integrates Rosenpass and WireGuard. Right. And they even included a security analysis using Proverif, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and apparently you just install Rosenpass and then you're ready to go. All you have to do is check out the help functions and you can get up and running in no time. Yeah, plus the tool is written in Rust and uses Libox1 and Libsodium too. Um, and then it creates a symmetric key for WireGuard and refreshes it every two minutes. Exactly. And the cool thing is that it doesn't really enforce any separation between clients and servers. So it can be used in either client or server mode. Yeah, I have to say, that's pretty cool. And they're working on a cryptographic proof of security. And they have a symbolic analysis using Proverif as part of the software package, too. That's awesome. So it looks like they have everything they need to get up and running securely. 
Okay, so the article we are discussing today is called The E-Ink Badge, and it was posted on census.dv. It's about a team meetup project where participants made small devices with four distinct screens. Hmm, yeah. It sounds like a really fun project. I'm curious. What kind of components were used to make the badges? It says here that the components included the Badger 2040, a coin cell battery holder, two CR20324s, four M28mm bolts, and a 3D printed case. Um, wow, that sounds like a lot to put together. Pretty impressive. I'm sure it was a lot of work. Yeah, I can imagine. And it says here that each badge has its own unique personality due to the limited number they made. That's really cool. It would be fun to see all of the different designs. Yeah, totally. And the article includes a link for those who want to make one of their own. So if anyone is looking for a fun project to do, this could be it. We're talking about an article on Scribble Diffusion, a website that can turn your sketches into polished images using AI. Hmm, sounds interesting. So how does it work? It's quite simple. All you have to do is draw your sketch in the provided space, and the AI will do the rest. It will analyze it and apply a range of techniques, like smoothing out lines, adding color, and adjusting the contrast and brightness. So it helps to create something that looks like a professionally crafted image. Exactly. It's great for non-artists who want to bring their ideas to life, and for professionals who need something quick and easy. That's really cool. Do you think this kind of technology can have a lasting impact on the art world? Well, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. This technology can provide an easier way for people to bring their creative ideas to life. Who knows what kinds of amazing visuals could be created with this tool in the future. Today we're talking about a study called Complex Systems of Secrecy, the Offshore Networks of Oligarchs, which was found on academic.wp.com. The research was conducted by Ho-Chun Herbert Chang, Brooke Harrington, Feng Fu, and Daniel N. Rockmore at the University of Southern California, Dartmouth College, and the Santa Fe Institute. The team published their findings in February 2023, after conducting their research from September 2022 to December 2022. Apparently, the research provides insight into the intricate networks of oligarchs and the secrecy they employ. It also looks into the legal and financial structures that are used to facilitate secrecy and protect the wealth and power of the oligarchs. What more did the research reveal? The paper provides a comprehensive view of the offshore networks of oligarchs. It examines the various methods they use to conceal their wealth and power, as well as the strategies they use to protect their interests. So it looks like this research provides a valuable resource for those interested in understanding the complex systems of secrecy employed by oligarchs. Interesting. We're here today to discuss an article from jailbreakchat.com titled Show HN, the largest collection of chat GPT jailbreaks on the internet. It talks about the Prompt Report newsletter, something we can all benefit from. That's right. It's subscribed to by big names like Google, Tesla, and Microsoft, so it's sure to be packed with interesting news and developments. 
The article is about the newest collection of ChatGPT jailbreaks available on the internet. These jailbreaks are very useful. They let you customize your experience on the platform and access features not available in the standard version. It's easy to use and secure. Yeah, jailbreaking can make all the difference. You can unlock new features, customize the platform to your needs, and have a much more personalized experience. It's definitely worth checking out. Absolutely. It's great to have access to these tools, and I'm sure people will make the most of them. So, the article is called A Spell Checker Used to Be a Major Feat of Software Engineering, and it's from prog21.dadgum.com. Hmm, interesting. Right. It talks about how in 1984, writing a spell checker for a new MS-DOS word processor was a major feat of software engineering. They had to fit the whole thing into a quarter megabyte of memory. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, and if you compare that to today, the standard dictionary in use our share dict our words is 2 million bytes and contains 234,000 words. Mm, yeah, that's a huge jump. Right. And because of this, the challenge of writing a spell checker is a lot simpler. You can do it in a few lines of code in either Perl or Python. Yeah, it's amazing how technology has advanced so much. Yeah, it really is. It's a testament to the progress of software engineering. So we're going to talk about an article called Generic Dynamic Array in 60 Lines of C that can be found on gist.github.com. All right. Shall we read the article? Sure, let me share it here. Laura reads the article. Okay, so that was the article. What do you think about it? I think it's interesting that you can define a generic dynamic array in such a small amount of code. It seems like it could be useful for a lot of applications. Yeah, it's definitely a neat trick. I especially like the way the macros work to allow for easy resizing, appending, and clearing of the array. Yeah. It does look like a very handy way to manage dynamic arrays in C. Yeah, I think it could be really helpful for any library or system written in C that needs to store data in an array. Definitely. Pretty efficient, too, using just 60 lines of code. Yeah, definitely. This has been an incredible journey, and I'm so glad that you joined me on it. I enjoyed the adventure, too. The experience has been amazing. I hope that our listeners have learned something. And I look forward to the next time that we get to explore together. I can't wait to learn more and to see what AI can help us uncover tomorrow.